Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today, my special guest is Jennifer Buckley. Now, I first saw Jennifer uh, strutting her stuff on LinkedIn, actually, with, and she's a lady with a lot of enthusiasm in the subject of leadership. But first of all, a bit about Jennifer. She owns GenX Enterprises and Breaking the Ice Consulting. Jennifer is an, this is an interesting, audio impactor, holistic and holistic consultant. Um, she ditched a structured self-built corporate company uh, for her, her new mission in life, pursuing a life of freedom and self-authorization in order to help others break free of their own illusions and lead a truly authentic and heart decisive life. Now, Jennifer's got a lot of experience and, and, and over the last decade, her experience is in the entrepreneurial space, building and scaling multiple businesses from scratch. Um, she's an expert in sales, loves selling. Um, she loves leadership and ha having a culture, what's the word? Culture-friendly company where everyone enjoys themselves. And she's dedicated, dedicated to self-development, uh, practitioner soul, and a soul shifter. So very suitable to soul-inspired leadership. Um, so Jennifer, we're, we're talking a bit of, um, and I'm listening to, you, to your LinkedIn uh, video clips and we're talking before, you see self-leadership um, as important to leadership. And that's what we often say on the show is you must lead yourself before you can lead others. So tell me, what's your take on that initially? Yeah, so essentially, what it means to me is that we have enough um, desire to lead a team or lead a family or leave us, you know, lead a spouse, whatever it is that we're leading. The first and foremost thing we need to do is have enough awareness that we are important too as leaders. So having yep. a sense of self importance is sort of step number one because if we're not taking care of ourselves and this is more of that inward you know stability yes. if we're not able to to harness our self-importance and work on ourself you know on a regular basis then how are we going to be that example to others how are we going to be right. able to kind of swiftly move through those obstacles that come up and the problems and the drama and the in the concerns that other people have in order to be able to get them through to the other side or to just create in general when you're dealing with a team, um, so much of that is going to spring forth from your own energy. That's right. And in order yeah. to have high energy as a person, you know, you've got to have that foundation built. And that is certainly a soul inspired type of scenario because you're connecting, yeah. you know, your spirituality, your soul, your consciousness with that human experience of being able to iterate you know, life. And if you're in a leadership role, it's kind of more important than ever <laughs> it is. to be it able is. to do that and practice yeah. that. Yeah. And, it, and you, you hit the nail on the head there a bit. It's, it's, you, you need, need to want to do it. Um, and I, I've coached many executives over the years and the ones that really, really wanted to be a leader, a good leader could be because they're motivated enough to have the discipline to do the things that good leaders do. Others talk about it, but yeah, they're not so motivated. So some problem comes and they don't care. Um, they just go back to reacting the way they choose to react. 
but someone who's really trying, they tend to be, they might be, some of them might be geniuses at it. Some, some have a bit more natural flair, the way they connect with people. But if you really try and you can get there, and, but a lot of that comes from within. It comes from that discipline to be doing those things with yourself in order to actually understand and, and connect with people. So spot on there. It's um, yes. Yeah, so, because um, so um, what you're saying then, and I noticed you built businesses up and uh, so forth. So I guess that was all around that focus of getting the best out of people, because at the end of the day, that's the leader's role. It's how do you get the best out of people? Is that how you see it? Mm -hmm. Yes. So right, it's yes, that's absolutely how I see it. So this kind of brings into like the concept of behavior. So if, you know, people, people recognize us, they look at, they look at us from not like so much a standpoint of intelligence or intellect, like, Oh, you've got five degrees and uh, listen to you. more about whatever behavior you're displaying. And then as a leader, so number one, what's your behavior? Because your people are going to model their own behavior after what they're seeing from their leaders. So if the leader's right. negative, the leader's, um, you know, got a short fuse, then they're creating an environment for their people to act the same way. So by being so center focused and being very intentional, your behaviors are going to show that sort of rock solid foundation. And then that's something that they're going to start modeling their own environment after because they're going to say, oh, this is the expected behavior. And then, you know, as a leader, you want to get results from your team. So you want their behavior to have, you know, some direction to it. So if you're yep, creating yep. an environment through the core values, you know, through the foundational work, through the culture itself, they're the rules dictating the behavior. So then you get the correct behavior, the behavior that you want out of your people. Um, and that's what makes you a solid team is that, that alignment. Um, and right. it took me yep. a long time, obviously, to figure this stuff out. Um, and one of the, re one of the ways I, was able to figure a lot of this mm. stuff out was educate myself on the skill sets of leadership. And, you know, probably one of my biggest heroes of all time is John Maxwell. Mm. Um, you know, I was around 25 years old and I was working at a car dealership as a salesperson. Um, but I also had my degree in criminal justice. So I was interested in police administration. And so I was at a yard sale. I saw his book, 21 laws of leadership. For whatever reason, I was like, oh, this might come in handy if I want to be yeah. in administration someday. <laughs> and I picked it up. I picked it up and I just started falling in love with um, the concepts in those laws. And, you know, it actually became a textbook for my team leader meetings that I had every week with mm. my team leaders. Yeah. I actually took each one of his laws and I created like a little lesson out of it. So my point is, is that unless you're constantly looking for ways to get better as a leader, you know, that helps you start to form all those behaviors that you're, that you're yeah. wanting to have. And then your team starts picking up on that stuff as well. That's right. And that's so exactly. Yeah, behavior yeah. is such a huge part, part of the whole yeah, wax. I mean, yeah. we're humans. So that's exactly right. It's all about behavior. It's what people say and do in the workplace. And, um, and that's an on behavioral base with everything. So I totally agree. And I just proved my point there because you were saying that you so you were drawn to leadership to be a leader. So you you wanted to be a good leader, and therefore you did the things that good leaders do. You actually talked about it, developed people, 
with the concept of leadership and taking ownership. Um, so there it is. You had the desire to do it, and therefore, and that helps you then have a successful business um, because you've got people who are putting in properly and, and are no doubt engaged because they're being led the right way and leading themselves the right way. And I, I noticed you, ha you, have a, you do have a lot of energy um, yeah. and, and as just we mentioned before, about people being a reflection. I mean, if, if a leader's got energy, then that also there again reflects with, with the team. If you're low energy, the team will be low energy. They might start off high energy, but they'll soon go to low energy very quickly. Um, so the key is to be very conscious of your impact and your energy levels. And I know you have energy and so, and you're talking about fun, et cetera, and enjoying the workplace. So what are the, some of the things you did? You know, you talk about John Maxwell. What are one of the two key things that you were, you think really worked with the team? I mean, I think probably the biggest, shiniest thing, um, especially in, in my industry that I was in was the service industry overall. So for me, it was really about creating an environment where my team bought in, you know, they, mm, the, yeah. the buy-in. That is the probably one yeah. of the shiniest things that's, that's really come out. Yeah, the buy-in has just been such a huge thing because if your team is not engaged and on board with that company mission, I mean, then you've just created so much more work and hazard yeah, yeah. and headache for yourself as the executive team because, you know, your people will do the work for you times 10 when they feel that sense of ownership, they feel that buy-in and they feel that sense of identity that they belong to not yeah, just, oh, yeah. I'm just an employee, but no, I'm a rock star, you know, mm. and I'm this and I'm that and you're just giving them this group identity. So yeah. having that that buy-in, um, and then probably probably the other biggest one is knowing the people that you lead. It's it's you know like that whole kind of military thing. Like yeah. you know I'm not going to go into battle with people who I don't consider my brother. You know, and so if the more you know your team, and there's all sorts of systems you can put into place that yeah. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to sit down with every single person and like do this whole you know, like we're best friends, but there's systems you can put in place where they feel the love, they feel recognized. And again, this all comes down to the culture and the core values. Yeah. So again, tying that into the, to the buy-in, you know, is the, in that sense of identity yes. to, the, yeah. to the company mission. Yeah. And you mentioned um, the military there. A couple of weeks ago, I had a guest, uh, former military uh, uh, background. And one of the things, and you're sort of saying what you're exactly saying there, one of the key things, you know your people, because you have to trust them with your life. And that takes it to another level of trust, but you need to know people in order to trust them and they trust you and they need to think what you're thinking and vice versa. Because the days of the military where you stand behind and deliver or you lead them into battle are gone. It's it's everyone for themselves when you're out in the coalface, uh, but but you need to have that team where they're all operating, operating truly aligned and in sync exactly what a leader, a good leader does in the business world. So you, you hit the nail on the head there. And so when you mentioned about getting the buy-in, what were some of the things you did to get the buy-in? Okay, so for my company in particular, 
Um, there was a couple different things. So one of our big things was having good ties to our community. So we created a program for cleaning up hunger. So anybody that comes to work for us as an employee, they're part yeah. of the cleaning up hunger program because the clients that we service, we partnered with them and leveraged their facility by saying, hey, we're going to drop off food barrels, right? Mm. Your internal and external guests are going to donate all month to these food barrels. We'll come back and pick it up, do some photos, and we're going to go donate. So we facilitated the whole program. So when anybody becomes an employee, which we call a rock star, they're automatically indoctrinated into being yeah. a part of cleaning up hunger because they're the ones working in the building. You know, they're continuing yeah. again, keeping the ship sailing takes every single person in the company to do. So you're automatically this participant in this larger community venture, um, give back. And then the other part of things is recognition was such a big part of our company culture that we reward on the manner in which they earn and deserve. So, when you're doing your job correctly and you're getting awarded for it and rewarded for it, it's so much positive reinforcement that they start yeah, yeah. to really feel that level of care. And it's like, I don't know if I'm going to get this somewhere else. And I've never, some of them have, had never experienced never that experienced with another before, employer. Yeah, yeah. It was like, wow, this is different. <laughs> yeah. Like getting gifts in the mail and, and my girlfriend just got a card on her birthday and it's not my birthday, but my girlfriend got a yeah. card on their birthday from my boss. What's up mm. with that? Mm. So you get this, this giftology aspect and this, this love and this care, because again, our whole philosophy and my philosophy is this is humans. This is one human to another. This isn't like machines. These aren't robots. Right. If you want yeah. machines, there's plenty of them being built. Um, but when we're dealing with humans, this is like, a major thing so they feel that energy um, and then another fun thing was gamification again that was sort of getting the behaviors that you want through positive reinforcement but our gamification was just crazy cool fun so you know again it kind of leads people into say you know this is a fun place to work I get recognized I'm making a community impact um, I might not get you know paid as much as somebody might at another job, but mm. I'm getting these other things. Yeah, yeah, and like some of those other things are, are, are very important. And it's, I mean, you you talk about that, and I can also see how much how your selling skills coming out in a way, but but how you develop and create and maintain the relationship with your client because if the client's involved, they also feel good. Mm -hmm. So it, it then helps you um, yeah. set, set the business apart from other businesses. But selling is a, one thing. Is that to me, I think all good leaders are good salespeople because you're selling a vision. You're selling an intangible for people to buy in. Because the word buy in, basically, if you're buying something, you've got to sell it. So you're selling the vision and the company buys into it. So I always tell executives that you, you, you're basically a salesperson because you're selling people intangibles. It's the buy-in, and and you got to do the things that good salespeople yeah. do to connect with people. That they've got to do that. Now uncover the need, which is what's in it for me, so they can connect and then want to want to be part of it. So that's the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. My well passion said. as well. Yeah. So it's anyway. It's okay. So that's that's there's some good ideas with um, people engagement. See, out of the box, 
which doesn't surprise me because some of your, yep. your thoughts are a bit of out of the box thinking and out of the box thinking does create good businesses. Um, so it does create that creativity within you that then there again, the energy yes. then, yep. the energy then, uh, uh, what's the word? Um, becomes part of the employees have that same energy and that creativity that, that transfer. That's the word of something. But then it also creates, they become creative and they want to think of other things and, and, and grow and grow the business in a creative way rather than just a normal come to work, do what we got to do and go home again. So um, that's that energy transference. Yeah. Okay. And the, uh, yep. just, just to, um, when, you're, when you're talking about, I was curious about the audio impact on holistic consultants. So what basically, how do you, what does that mean in, in your day-to-day um, business? with your clients so a holistic right sure so um when it comes to holistic consultant you know again i'm taking that approach where everything starts with you and it's going to eventually come full circle because when when we have this solid solid inner foundation whether we're dealing with just an individual so i could be just having a a consulting session with you know a, a, a man who wants to be a better leader of his family Um, It could be, you know, a a church, you know, person who wants to lead their congregation better, but whatever it is, um, it's not just leadership, but as far as a holistic approach. So we're just talking about, you know, everything starts with you. Everything's got to come back to how you're navigating into, how are you navigating and connecting your internal reality with the external realities that you face every single day? Yeah. So how are we iterating those connections? How are we containering everything so that it sort of comes back to a very simple approach? That's the other key. People want to make things so overly complicated. So yeah, I bring this simple back into it and the holistic approach back into it where it's like, oh my gosh, this is connecting the dot directly into me, like into my being, like I get yeah. it. Um, so that, that's a great way so that people actually have like some kind of behavioral outcome or some kind of tool and mechanism that they can use, but that's simple enough for them to use and make sense in their um, And then as far as audio impact starting a podcast, um, I've already begun recording. So that's going to be a huge component to sort of my new business. Um, and then of course, just doing like videos and LinkedIn and I post, uh, I started a YouTube channel um, to sort of cross, cross, uh, you know, a multi-pronged approach, yeah, I guess yeah. it will. Um, so I want to be able to impact people. Yeah. I just want to be able to impact people outside of just a transactional business of, Hey, you're my client. You're going to pay me. We're going to get through all of this stuff for you. And that's great. And that's, you know, a person by person basis, but I yeah. figure if you can just put it out there, um, through a podcast, through video, then you're impacting more lives that way to and try and yeah. think about things just a little bit differently or yeah. take that next step. Like, Oh, I was kind of thinking that. And then she just sort of took it another step. I'm going to think about that. Yeah. And, so and that's kind of a forward thinking sort of thing. There lies the, the passion. This is you need, you, you're wanting to help as many people as you can. But the, 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 the important thing that you're talking about there is that business is not separate to the human. 
in the fact that, that if you want to be a good leader, it's all about you being and leading yourself for 24 hours a day with everything in your life. It's not a separate, now I go to work with my work hat on, now I come back and I'm a different person. You've got to be the person you are and the true Bingo. being. And once you're the true being and feel comfortable, then you become a better leader. It's not the other way around uh, so much um, because you need to be in the moment. Uh, business is not a separate, it's not a separate tack on, it's, it's life. Um, so I, th I think um, I, I'm loving what you, you're yes. setting out to do um, and the holistic approach to me is very important because that's all about self-leadership. So look, on that note, Jennifer, I'd like to thank you for uh, coming on as our guest today in our Soul Inspired Leadership podcast. And uh, I wish you well, I, and I know it'll go well because you do have a lot of, well, I say the word again, energy and passion to want to make a difference. And there again, yeah. it's the motivation to be able to want to do it. You're not just doing something for the sake of doing it. This is the next stage of your life where you want to really um, help people. So on that note, so thank you for being here. And I look forward to watching your video casts, et cetera, et cetera, pop up on LinkedIn and on, and on YouTube. So thank you very much. So thanks uh, for listening today. Hey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, well, thank, thanks for listening today. And um, we'll meet you again at our next our next um, podcast. So have a good day. Thank you. Mm -hmm.